world as we know it a podcast where we talk about our world the questions we have about it what we know and most importantly what we don't we're your hosts ronnie chelsea and taylor welcome back guys uh today we are doing something kind of fun without taylor because he's not taylor left us He, he abandoned us that's fine um, he quit. Just kidding. He's he's on a retreat, and so he's gone for today. So it's just me and Ronnie, and we thought it'd be super Chelsea. fun. Yes, we thought it'd be super fun if we talked about the differences between millennials and Gen Z. I'm a millennial technically, and Ronnie is technically a Gen Z, even though we it don't depends. really feel like that's really what we are, but. It depends on who you ask, but I would say I'm I'm more of a Gen Z kind of person. I'm kind of in the middle, but for this segment, I will I will be a Gen Z. Yes. So if you don't know me, I am often confused by Gen Z culture, and I have a lot of questions. And so I'm going to ask Ronnie a bunch of questions about Gen Z, and he's going to ask me a lot of questions about millennials, even though I probably won't be able to answer them because really my soul is a boomer. And that's just how that is. <laughs> I'm, I'm a few, I think so, I relate to so. Hopefully. The first thing, this is a newer thing that I've come to realize is that Gen Z has a huge beef with side parts and skinny jeans, which is, if you know me, that accurately describes what I look like on the daily. And I just don't understand why everyone's all up in arms about it. Can you explain? <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. I, this is my millennium coming out. Cause I also have side parts and skinny jeans. And maybe that's just cause I grew up in 1997 and depending who you talk to, they're like, Oh, you're totally millennial. And to other people, it's like, Oh, you're Gen Z. You can't really tell. Um, but here's the thing. I, I, I just, I don't get it either. I'm not a helpful Gen Zer right now because I'm like, skinny jeans are good guys. And everyone's like, no, let's let's do like the, the big mom jeans or like the big like like boot cut, but like they're too short for you, whatever. And like the guys love to like have like they like perms now. Perms are huge for dudes right now. And then like I don't know if it's like a thrifting thing because Gen Z's like can't afford anything. So they just have like those old mom jeans. <laughs> that's that's kind of my Maybe. theory with it. And the side part, I don't like do you do you think this I'm for the you guys can't tell, but like I'm, I'm gonna do the middle part. Like, is this? Ew! Is this no, you look really not. gross. It's bad. No, so the side part stays. I don't get it. So I. Yeah, not everyone can pull off a, a like. The last time I got my haircut, or every time I get my haircut, they always try to do a middle part, and I'm like, no, no. you just aged me like 30 years. No, no. it has uh, to be a side part. Also, my hair naturally side parts. I can't do that. I can't tame I, it. I think it's because I think a big thing is that is that we listen to a lot of influencers. Um, so in our church, we just had a conference called Push Twenty One. Fun fact: uh, shout out to Emily Shy for for running that ish, and everybody else who was on there. Um, I can't name all the names because I can't think about it. But um, anyways, it was a big conference, online conference, talking about like how to how to push your influence, uh, and it was really good. Uh, we learned a lot about like how much people listen to influencers. So I can't tell you why people decided to start, you know, put it, you know, doing the middle part, like in the nineties and having old stuff, whether they want to like, Oh, cause here, here's, here's a contradiction with it. It's a very nineties look, even though 
Gen Z's bash on the 90s or they bash on millennials being like, why do you care about the 90s so much? Even though they look more 90s than, than millennials right now. So you're oh, kind of being hypocrites right 100%. <laughs> you so, are not being original Gen Z with your side yeah. parts and your mom jeans. You are literally copying the 90s and just taking their looks and so making it a little bit more modern. Don't, this is my question later, but don't rip on, don't rip on millennials for saying, oh, they know what a VHS tape is and Oh, they 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 wear this and that now because you're more '90s than they are right now. Because you, how many of y'all have vinyls? You know, Gen Zers, you more more than some millennials. That's '80s. That is '80s. That is true. So they're just throwing it back. They can't even stay in their own generation. They have to repeat other ones. They're unoriginal. Sorry, Gen Zers. I am one of them. Unoriginal, kind of. not creative. Not creative. Okay, Which totally goes back to our technology. Uh, oh, we didn't we didn't do that one, did we? Well, it's technology brings creativity in my opinion. Anyways, so. Yes. Okay, I, I will say, um, it's okay. The, you had mentioned the, the jeans being too short. My mm-hmm. jeans have been too short since like 2007 because <laughs> okay. I'm too tall for normal pants. But if I get too long, my body doesn't like jeans that well. And so if you, you see me, I always have my cuffed jeans yeah. Because I want people not to realize that my jeans are actually too short for my body. Which is a very Which my roommate thing. points out all the time. Cuffing your jeans is such a millennial thing that now Gen Zers are also trying to steal, I feel like. I feel like the yeah. conversation is now switched to millennials ripping on Gen Zs. <laughs> so this is, it really depends just, on which side you want me to switch. Yeah. I just don't understand why people, like, why do you care so much about people wearing skinny jeans and side parts? But this is already too long on this one topic. There's so much more. That's I have, fine. have questions. Let's about. move to the next one. So the other thing is TikTok. I don't okay. understand TikTok. And I don't understand. It just feels like people go on there to dance. And I don't, I just don't get it. You could not be more wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so let me explain. This is my Gen Z side. So somebody, so, so as many of you may know, a lot of the people, all of my friends who listen to this, uh, I... I have a TikTok, um, and I, I which few, I follow you on. I, yes, I you also do. have a TikTok. Have I posted a single video? No. Do I only follow three people? Yes, and That's you are fine. one of them. And That's I've seen great. some of your TikToks. So, uh, for someone who has been recognized on the streets sometime on their on their campus, because I have now uh, I'm at in the year. I know it's not a lot for for, for in a year compared to some. I'm amassed about twelve thousand followers. Pretty cool, right? Uh, I think it's dope. Uh, and a lot of them, you know, gotten some some viral ones and I'd be walking on campus be like, hey, I saw your TikTok. And I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. Um, total side tangent with that. But um, follow me at Best Man Ronnie. Um, anyways, with TikTok, it's just... Shameless plug. <laughs> follow <yeah>. me. <laughs> For one, I don't... You're going to have to ask someone a little bit younger. I don't get the, the dancing part, but on my For You page, what it is, because I didn't understand that at first, but once I started to get it, oh, the For You page means that, like, the app tracks what you like, what you comment on, what you send to your friends, and it's like, oh, I'm going to show you more of that. What a comedy or cooking videos or, like, uh, what is it? Or if it's dancing videos. If you like a bunch of dancing videos and you, like, if you follow Charlie D'Amelio and all those people, you're going to get more dancing videos. But if you follow a bunch of like gamers and like just like comedians on there, you're gonna your free page is gonna look drastically different than your friends, you know. 
And so that's, it just tracks what you like and what you don't like. So it's kind of fun. I, I wish it was more like Vine. This is the millennial side of me. I wish it was more like Vine to where they had like subjects and not just hashtags to, to track everything of it. So that's just me. But most of my For You page is just like people, like a lot of uh, Iron Sanctuary and Beer Bong Jong are two like top people that I follow on there. They're really funny. Have you seen like Call Me Chris maybe? She does a bunch of skits. No. You yeah. name okay. so many people and I have no idea who they are. Okay, no, those are like, those are like, a lot of them do like story time, uh, talk about like their families. Call Me Chris does, does a bunch of skits, you know? So a lot of people do like skit comedy. And then another side of it that's more Gen Z, I don't get it, is just people, like like teenagers, uh, who a lot of, how do, I, how do I say this? Like a lot of teenagers who... And a lot of people in their, in their like 18, 18, 19, 20, who are like really attractive to a lot of people, they just, they just lip sync. And that's really, really popular. And I don't get it. And I think a lot of teenagers just like it because, oh, they're attractive. So I'm going to follow them and like them. A lot of people are, in, in my personal opinion, are popular on TikTok, on TikTok because they're, they're attracted pretty. to a lot. Yeah, because they're pretty. They're attractive to a lot of people. They're, they're yes. not even I really have funny. literally said this. A million times, but I think TikTok is only for pretty teenagers doing and, dumb crap. And, and it's literally like, the dumbest thing. That's for like, you know, people who have millions of followers, but there's such a good, and this is me just being like underground. I'm sorry, but like there's so many people who are just much funnier and much more creative that aren't as popular. But for some reason on my For You page, it it pops up with all the people who are actually funny and I, I just have to send you some because there's there's a lot of good content on TikTok that's really, really yeah. good. And is there's just a lot of comedy on there. That's why I follow it. Um, but I don't understand why people are popular in there just because it's not going to last. There was, there was a huge trend. We'll move, we'll move on in a second. But there was a huge trend when I was first on TikTok about a year ago of people like posting and be like, make me famous TikTok so I can be TikTok famous. And then they would get a bunch of views. And then I'll look at their page. And they have nothing to show for it. They're, they're just, they're famous for being famous. And I'm like, okay, you got your 15 seconds of fame, literally. Like that's, that's what TikTok is sometimes. And now, okay, where, where are you going to, where are you going to bounce off from that? Are you going to like, just keep doing dancing videos? Are you going to keep doing lip sync? It, it doesn't make sense to me because I just feel like it's not going to last. But people love feeling important and famous. Now, that's a whole other subject. Yeah. I just don't understand. I don't know if I'll ever be on the TikTok trend train. That's, you know, it's I don't know. at the same time, it's pretty, it's, it's during, it's during the, the season of Lent in our church. And I gave up TikTok for Lent because, uh, and I'm a lot more productive, fun fact. So maybe it's really good. Okay. Let's talk about, oh my gosh. Uh, I Googled uh, Gen Z slang because I don't know. To okay. be fair, I don't really know millennials saying that often. Fair. So, you know, I'm I'm uh, not the slang kind of gal, but there are specific uh, Gen Z ones that I don't really understand. I don't understand yeet. I don't understand why people use that. I don't understand the function of it. I don't understand, like, and people use it for different things. And I'm just like, fair. what the fair. fuck does that mean? Okay, so, so explain yeet to me and then explain other popular Gen Z slang. From what I remember, yeet was from like a really old vine when uh, the gra- the girl grabs like the milk carton and she says, 
this B word's empty. And she says, yeet, and she throws it. That's from people's like inner childhood. And it's just the one little meme that is like stuck for so long. And so now we just say, oh, I yeeted that. Inner like, childhood? Just, How long was inner that? Childhood. I don't know. Whenever people were on Vine, I guess. Maybe that was the wrong terminology. But it was... So funny. It's... It was, it's just a really f- easy, fun word for people to use because it doesn't take a lot of energy. And so people just say, like, I yeeted this. So <laughs> it, it usually means throw, that you threw something. Uh, people say, like, I yeeted that boy or something like that, B-O-I. And it, boy could still also mean anything. <laughs> like, it could just mean, like, oh, they, they threw, uh, they threw like, their, their can of soda in, in, the, in the garbage or whatever. And they say, I yeeted that boy, even though they just, like, threw it. Two, two, two things away, but yeah. All right. I also learned, this is a new word that I learned. Um, drip. Oh. It's like equivalent to swag. Yeah, for sure. It's, yeah, it's, you know, check, you know, respect the drip, Karen. That's, that's what it is. Respect the drip. It means your, your fit, your outfit, you know? And some people will say, oh, drip is like a certain kind of, outfit or like style i think it's just any sort of style like you're what are you wearing is your drip you know so like i'll show you i got i'm rocking like the the millennial skinny jeans right now this is my drip right now all right cut you know cuffs okay. cuff short sleeve summer shirt from last year and resonate with my backwards hat that's a drip and so a big thing on tiktok to kind of go back this is a dude on tiktok who will like <laughs> it, it, it's so dumb and it's so stupid but like he'll like he'll uh He'll, I think it was like on Spongebob or something like that. And he'll like pause the video and look at someone's like outfit. He'll be like, drip check, drip check, drip check. And it's just, it's so, it's probably really dumb to you, but I think it's hilarious. And then for some reason, he'll just, he'll just say Arby's. And it's just funny. It's his Gen Z's for no reason at all, but it's hilarious. Um, does it make sense yet? Probably not. Um, it makes sense to me. I think this is my problem. I don't <laughs> okay. use slang because I'm like, why can't you use words that are already invented? Like, why? I don't You're understand. You're inventing new words. Like yesterday. Yeah. I, I don't know. It it just throws confusion to me. I feel like I'm learning a language, which I'm really bad at. So I get confused easily. But yesterday I someone told so. me something with the word drip in it. It was like, you have... Good drip. That's not what they said, but that's essentially what they were saying to me. That I it's a compliment. It's a compliment. It was, I took it as a compliment. I was really honored because he was like a 20-year-old guy. And I was like, you look really cool. And I will trust that you think that I look really cool, even though I'm just wearing black jeans and a black jacket. But yeah, if a 20-year-old saying that your, your black skinny jeans are still good, then we're in the clear so far. Yeah, exactly. Um... Okay, Stan, I like. I don't understand that. I Stan, saw that on so, a video today. Um, I'm like, they're Stan. Yeah, so they're not Stan. So it's like it's. It goes back to that one Eminem song of the dude who was like so obsessed with Eminem. I think, and I think his name was Stan. I'm totally probably getting this correct, but being like a so and so Stan, it means that like you are like obsessed with it if i if i'm correct like like oh we stand this as in like we like we we follow this we respect this kind of thing so like uh a lot of people would be like we stand like blm or whatever they're like 
yes, but like we respect that, we follow that, like we are like their their biggest fan kind of thing. We are we are a stan. So this familyeducation.com website that I'm on with the Gen Z says <laughs> that it's a stan is an obsessive fan of something, but not on a creepy level. Okay. So it's kind of there. Yeah, you were there. I'm, yeah, obsessive. I like fan. that you gave some cultural background, like it came from a song. I didn't know that. Um, I think that's really all I have. Okay, I'll, okay. I know what this means, but I don't like it. Okay. Snack. Like being so, like that guy's a snack. Uh, my roommate always says I look like a snack every day and I appreciate him. Shout out to, to Evan, my roommate, always saying I'm a snack every day. It, it's, it's a confidence booster when it comes from another dude. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's fun. It's gross. It's really gross. It's, I, I get it. My I boyfriend's it. friends call him a snack and it's just really creeps me out. I don't like it a lot. I get it. It has it has weird implications. I totally understand. Okay. Um, I don't have great questions, but this is okay. what I got. Um, All right. This is one that's you're gonna relate to so much. Um, but why I'm do ready. all? Yeah. So yes. Yeah, so now, so I'm going into asking from a millennials kind of asking millennials. Um, why okay. do millennials relate everything to Harry Potter? Um, because Harry Potter is the greatest series ever written in our generation. Then, could you elaborate? <laughs> For the sake of, uh, we we're only a few minutes in this podcast. <laughs> so the first book was written in 1998, I believe, oh. and uh, so like it was like the major series when, you, and it's for written for children. Technically, I'm 28, and I own them all, and I love them. And I have a Harry Potter tattoo, so I'm slightly obsessed. But I think it was just the main, like, series. Just, like, Star Wars. I think you could relate it to, like, when Star Wars first came out in, like, the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Like, it's a not it's a nostalgic thing for millennials because they grew up reading them. And, like, I remember, like, in the sixth grade when the, the fifth book came out and every person in my class was reading it because everyone was had been waiting months for this book to come out. So like for me on a personal level, like I remember waiting for each book to come out and like begging my mom to buy me that book and like going to like the premieres of the movies and watching them like unfold. And so I think it's just like a nostalgic thing for most millennials because most of them read it and watched the movies. Is it the greatest literary piece ever written in history? No. But is it really fun and, like, engaging and magical? And, like, I think for millennials, a lot of us grew up during, like, 9-11, the recession. So there's a lot of, like, hard things happening. And, like, for me personally, like, had a really broken home. And so Harry Potter was, like, my escape to escape, like, the bad things that were happening around me that I couldn't understand at a young age. And so I went and did. I read Harry Potter. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, follow-up question with that. Uh, are you in Slytherin? And I'm pretty, because I'm pretty sure you are. Uh, no, I'm in Ravenclaw. How dare you? Oh, okay. You seem like a Slytherin. Do you, do you, yeah. Do you feel like very like disrespected when people like miss, uh, mistype you when it comes to like your Harry Potter house? Kind of like how Gen Z's get upset when they mistype like the Enneagram or something like that? Uh, no, because it's not like my identity in any way. 
I'm I'm a little I'm not annoyed, but I think I'm a little offended. Grin. Most people don't. Most people guess right, actually. So maybe I'm offended. I take back everything I just said. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So these, I'm just pulling these questions offline because I don't have great questions myself. Um. But why do you think the only personality trait millennials have is that they grew up in the '90s? I don't think that's true. Okay. I just learned about this, like, when you said it the first couple of minutes ago. I will say the 90s was a great era. I loved the 90s. But I don't know if that's true of us. What do you think millennials, like, have their personality traits in? Maybe not you, but, like, you as a, as a generation. What do you mean by personality traits? Like, because you're like, oh, their only personality trait is a group in the 90s, and they love Harry Potter and, like, stuff like that, I guess, so maybe anything else that they would like identify with. Another, another one I see is like, why do millennials love Funko pop so much? I don't even know what that is. You don't know what a Funko pop. Ugh. Okay. That's fine. This is why it's hard for me <laughs> to answer these questions. Cause really like on the inside, I'm a boomer and I just live no, like, absolutely. Absolutely. Not. As someone who's kind of half and half, I'm not even understanding these questions. Okay. Um, do you think millennials are obsessed with LaCroix and why? I don't understand that either. I don't understand a lot of modern culture. I'm just going to be really honest. I don't understand soda water. It's, I don't understand it. People are like, oh, it's the carbonation. I love the carbonation without the calories or the sugar. Mm. And I'm like, if I no, want carbonation, I, I probably just want a Coke, like, to be I honest. I want sugar, man. That's what I so, want. I don't know. People have tried to get me on the soda water train, the bubbly, the LaCroix, whatever is the new one these days. And I just can't. I will say I do love Fresca, which is the original soda water. So. Which is actually, I looked up, okay, total side tangent, but I was trying to do like diet sodas like during quarantine when it first happened. And I was buying Fresca and then I did my research on like, okay, what's like the most healthiest like diet soda? And Fresca is like the number one unhealthiest diet soda you can have. Like yeah, that, diet Coke's a lot better. Like a lot oh, better it tastes so good. Than, um, than Fresca. Yeah, probably why. I love Fresca so much though. Like that's I that's will say Coke thing. in America is gross. Like Coke in, in Asia is so much better. Is it? Yeah. I, I, I actually I don't like there. soda that much. So I'm not the person to talk about there's anything. A less, there's a lot less sugar in there, isn't it? It's a lot less bitter, I would say. I would say it's probably not fake sugar because that's the fair. FDA regulates like things in America only. Mm-hmm. If you're outside of America, you can use not FDA approved ingredients, which I'm convinced is what's in. I remember one time I was living in China and I drank like two Cokes a day for like a week. Whoa. And I was like really upset. Like my stomach hurts so bad. I'm like, I can't figure out what's wrong with me. This is like a different kind of pain. And my roommate is like, it's probably all the Coke that you're drinking, which is not normal. Like, it's China Coke, not America Coke. That makes sense. But you probably uh, shouldn't sure. drink two Cokes a day ever, but. I think she's going to get into like a conversation. But for the short time I was in East Asia, fun fact, I, I saw Chelsea while I was in East Asia. Um, and I, I made a vow to like not have any like monster while I was in, um, while I was over there overseas. Um, 
And literally the next day, uh, one of your friends, uh, Chelsea, he was like, hey, I brought you guys monsters for, for your first morning. I'm like, dang it! Because I was so obsessed. I was like addicted to monsters before that. And the summer I was there, I was like, I'm not going to drink any until like the last day. And then um, I noticed it's just not as like, like sugary taste. It's a lot more like if I had those all the time, I don't think I'd be nearly as addicted to them as a, or it'd be nearly as bad for me, maybe as like it is like in America. But I could totally also be wrong. I don't think, well, also, I don't think energy drinks are regulated by the FDA in America. So, so there's that. Um, but our, our director of the podcast, by the way, loves coffee Coke. And I know that's huge over in, in East Asia and they just started to get them back in America. So coffee Coke you, is disgusting. If you, it tastes like straight up Coke, corn syrup. If you have coffee Coke, uh, DM us on Instagram and say, hey, I have all of this, and we'll send you uh, his address, and so you can send him all the coffee coke. I also like coffee coke, <laughs> so you should send it to me as well. I'll give you my address right now. I don't want to give it publicly right here, but you can DM me on <laughs> on, uh, on Instagram, whether I'll do the podcast or my personal one, if you have that. So we uh, we love coffee coke. Okay, Chelsea, any, any closing thoughts about uh, Gen Zs and millennials? Um, no. <laughs> okay. I will say that this has not brought much clarity to my confusion. I, th- I think it's okay to be confused is, is the ending point. Thank it's, you. You don't have I to will understand say everything. A lot of people look at me and they're like, oh, you're like 22, right? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I am 22. I'm going to let you believe that about myself until mm-hmm. you talk to me for like 20 minutes. And then you're like, that girl's not a Gen Z. I'm probably going to be in the same boat as you. Cause I, I, without this phase with her, I look like I'm 15. That's, that's just how it is. And I'm, and I'm 23. So, um, I also sound like a 15 year old. So at least that's, that's what I think. So other people will say wrong, but no, I think, I think, uh, at the end of the day, um, just, wearing your 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 side parts and your skinny jeans isn't hurting anyone uh just like wearing your mom jeans from the 90s is not hurting anyone either so uh, let's just get part. along no one's going to be able to buy a house anytime soon because unless we unless we move somewhere else so that's that's the thing we, we can all relate on um we just we just want to see a more more peaceful country at the end of the day and i think that's where we can all find that middle ground why are you laughing at that peace and love that's all i'm we just trying <laughs> Okay, well, I think that's that's gonna call it for the podcast because uh, now Chelsea's is making fun of me. <laughs> to be fair, I make fun of everyone, so that's fair. No, that's fair. That's totally fair. But with uh, that, we have no more questions for each other. We are still confused by our generations, but I think we're confused by our own generations, and I think people are just trying to figure it out, and they are figuring it out through skinny jeans or mom jeans. Totally fine. Thank you guys for this bonus episode. Thanks for listening to The World As We Know It. Please subscribe where you get your podcasts and leave us a review. And if you love our podcast, share it with your friends. The World As We Know It is a Resonate Church podcast. Your hosts are me, Chelsea Kessler, Ronnie Hindman, and Taylor Garnica. Sound production by Shane Thompson, production by Eric Sear, Chris Rowden, and Emily Scheid. Our cover art was designed by Haley Seavey, music by Ghost Rifter Official.